right, welcome. I'm going to come back here and see if I can find a bulletin from Sunday uh, to do what Tara always does. Tara, unfortunately, has a sick child. She was, Sadie was at, uh, it'll come to me, Mercy in St. Louis, and uh, her oxygen saturation level had gotten low, but she's doing much better, and she is home now, and we praise God for that. Amen. Amen. But uh, we want to say welcome to the Bethel Radio Hour. You will see there the text-in number. Do not text into that number tonight because that's Tara's number, and uh, that you'll be bugging her at home trying to take care of Sadie. So if you'll text 636-629-2526, that is my number, 636 636- 629-2526, and that way we'll get your text in. Also, we're going to try something tonight. We have a, an appointed Donahue, and at appointed times, he will take the microphone around to f- the live audience, and they will uh, give their comment, and we'll respond, and we'll go from there. So tonight, we're going to uh, ha- we have three segments, as we do every night uh, that we do our radio program. The first segment is going to be potentially a little controversial simply because of the controversy that has happened in Georgia. And as you know, if you do listen to our podcast or come to our radio show uh, on Wednesday Night Live, uh, we don't back up from the controversial stuff. We try to address it head on. I thought this would be a little fun. Uh, You know, what's that, Todd? I'm thinking we don't, maybe sometimes we should. (laughs) Maybe sometimes we should avoid the controversy, maybe, but uh, I'm just not in that mood right right, now, to be very honest with you. Let's do it. Um, Brother Gavin and Todd and I are going to pretend as if we were the governor or are the governor of Georgia, and we signed the bill, and we're going to give you our three-minute response as to, you know. What the the heck are you talking about? What bill? I don't (laughs) know what you're talking about. Bill 7 57. What is that? It, you're fixing to tell them what it is. No. Oh. It, it sounds like a plane, doesn't 747 it? 747 is the plane. 757. Uh, and this really is, uh, well, in fact, Todd, just tell them what the bill is. <clears throat> All right. So House Bill 757 in Georgia was essentially their um, Religious Liberties Act, so to speak. So that, That's what they um, called it. Yeah, in, in an effort, they were trying to facilitate the ability of a uh, Baptist or any any minister who had any problems any with, um, let's just say, uh, the, the homosexual same-sex uh, marriages, same sex marriages um, that he would be able to, to deny the services without repercussion. W- without repercussion. And so what you'll hear on, on the media is that, you know, there were some big businesses that threatened to leave if this happened and all of that other stuff. And, and I wanted to preface what I'm going to read to you, which is that the House Bill 757, because um, I, I want you to understand that we, I believe that, that big business influenced, influential players, politicians um, influenced the governor's actions based off of what the Politico said they were going to remove which was we're going to move our business, you're not going to get a Super Bowl, There's not, you know, we're going to uh, control some of the NCAA stuff that happens. And so here's, here is what... Economic I'm, failure. Eco- e- economic... Terrorism. Threats. Economic <laughs> threats to the state of Georgia. And so here is the actual act, and it says to protect uh, a bill to be enacted, to protect the religious freedoms, to provide for defenses and relief related thereto to amend Chapter 3 of Title 19 of the Official Code of Georgia annotated relating to marriage generally so as to provide that religious officials shall not be required to perform marriage ceremonies 
perform rites, or administer sacraments in violation of their legal right to free exercise of religion, to provide that no individual shall be required to attend the solemnization of marriage, performance of rites, or administration of sacraments in the violation of their legal rights to free exercise of religion, to amend Chapter 1, Title 10 of the Official Code of Georgia, annotated relating to the selling and or trade of practices, so as to change certain provisions relating to the day of rest of employees of business and industry, to protect property owners, which are faith-based organizations against infringement of religious freedom, to protect certain providers of services, again, certain providers of services against infringement of religious freedom, to amend Chapter 1, Title 34 of the Official Code of Georgia Annotated relating to labor and industrial relations generally, so as to provide that faith-based organizations shall not be required to hire or retain certain persons as employees, to amend Title 50 of the Official Code of Georgia Annotated relating to the state government, so as to provide for the preservation of religious freedom, to provide for the granting of relief, to provide for waiver of sovereign immunity under certain circumstances, to provide for definitions, to provide for uh, another word that is, um, I have no idea, Greek. So to provide a short title, to provide for related matters, to provide for an effective date, to repeal conflicting laws and other purposes. So basically that was the general overview of the bill in legal ease. Now down in section uh, two, I'm going to read just a couple more lines out of out of section two to get to to give you a better understanding of exactly what I believe that they were talking about. I mean, we heard the word religious uh, freedoms over and over and over. Mm -hmm. At no point in time did they specify in the overview a baker not having a right to to, to deny services. So, so I, I mean, I, and I think we need to draw a clear, concise line here to, to make the relevant point of, of, of where we're at. And so line 27 of the bill says, uh, as used in the code section in the term government means the state or any political subdivision of the state, public instrument, uh, instrumentally or public corporate body created by or authority of the, under the state law, and then line 30 says, all individuals who are ministers of the gospel, clerics, or religious practitioners ordained or authorized to solemnize mar marriages, perform rites, administer sacraments according to the uses of the denomination shall be free to do so in any marriage, perform any rite, administer any sacrament, or to decline to do the same in their discretion in the exercise of their rights of free exercise of religion under the Constitution of this state or of the United States. Um, in other words, this bill didn't protect, quote-unquote, secular businesses. It only gave religious protection. That's what I understood about that, that's a, it. It yeah. did mention in there some private property owners and business yes, owners of yes, conscience. Th there, there was, there was, it, it, some very vague language and right. not enough. For, as a business owner, that's not enough. Well, well right, but that was part of the, uh, it'll come to me, compromise between the, re the, the Republican-led House and Senate with the Republican governor, they made it more about protection for churches and religious organizations than they did small business. Now, you and I would say we need to protect yeah. all of them, but so, the, but he even vetoed that. He vetoed it after they got they gave him the, the compromise. Which yeah. they line line 79 says it, the term faith-based organization is defined as 
a church, a religious school, an association or convention of churches, a convention of mission agency, integrated auxiliary of a church, convention or association of churches, when such entity is qualified as an exempt religious organization under the 501c3 Act of the Internal Revenue Code of 1986 as amended, um, and then government, they define government as well. Uh, as well, line 88 says, no faith-based organization shall be required to rent, lease, or otherwise grant permission for property to be used for another person for an event which is objectionable to such faith-based organization. So, I mean, even with the... There the wasn't any mention of any business private, private property. I thought, I thought I heard you read that the first time around. There was a mention of business owners and private property owners also it, it uh, talked about it, it had more to do you know and again and this is I'm not a lawyer and I and I don't claim to understand you know law that the, the way that they word things so again when when somebody says that the law is vague when I read it I'm like what's vague about that it doesn't you know it, it sounds pretty self-explanatory to me so what I read to me spoke more to um, the dealings of like specific religious days and, and, and again, to me, I think it's socially acceptable that if you work, uh, if, you're, if you're a firefighter and you work on Sundays, it, it's, it's part of my job. I, I mean, this, my schedule is I work 48 hours straight every four days. Sometimes those fall on Sundays. Uh, that this law spoke to on certain religiously observed holi or, uh, days of rest was the actual term that's used in there. That there would be certain, um, I don't remember the word that was used uh, the word that they used down in the language, but there would there would be some concessions made for those people. But I, I don't, I mean, it's not made now, and I don't believe that there's necessarily a push from the uh, conservative Christian base to say I'm a firefighter, I'm a, I'm a conservative Christian, and I want time to worship on Sundays. That's just not happening. I mean, I think we understand that. Um, I, 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 there are some base that push for a time of prayer. I mean, so and and that's what I more so you know saw this being inclusive the of that. inclusive of that. And so I you know again in in trying to be very, it, it seemed like it was very uh, broad based. It wasn't specifically a hey we're going to pass a Christian you know yeah. in quotation marks law. It, it it didn't seem to be that biased to me. So. Can we talk about the whole situation and how this not, has come not about? Not if we're going to do the other. Okay. So, so what, what, <laughs> we're sorry. out of time. Oh, okay. We've we, we got to right. do our... Uh, All right. I'll have to give a little uh, disclaimer on some background information, and it'll be in my little spiel there. So, but, All right. So, you, go ahead. You can do it in three minutes? I, I think. We'll see. Go for it. I'll read really fast. All right. You're up. No, no I, are we starting that You're segment? Up. We're starting that, that segment that now. Is, that is this segment. You <clears> see what I'm saying? We, we, Todd was supposed to just uh, explain, okay. gotcha. but he did a Gavin thing. He and took he went, longer oh, than sorry. three minutes. That's why I didn't I'm think messing with him. segment. All right. So, so this is my why I signed the Religious Liberties Correct. Act, and I will disclaimer that I thought it did cover businesses, but apparently it doesn't. So it does it, you'll, you'll hear that in this, in this spiel. Go. So starting in the early 2000s, states saw an effort by the gay community to legalize same-sex marriage. In response to this, various groups began the fight to define and protect marriage in law and in their constitutions via ballot initiative. This is how our system was intended, intended to work. If you have a cause, organize and take that cause to the people. It seems to me that a subject so fundamental as the definition of marriage should be decided by the people of this great nation. As many as 30 states sponsored ballot initiatives, legislation and amendments to their constitution defending traditional marriage. All were passed by large margins. 
Even in 1976, the U.S. Congress itself wrote legislation signed into law, ironically enough, by then-President Bill Clinton, called the Defense of Marriage Act. In light of recent judicial rulings and an end-around legal battle to legalize same-sex marriage without a ballot initiative or a voice of the people, indeed in direct opposition to 30 states having banned gay marriage or defended traditional marriage via ballot initiative, Georgia has responded to the fallout of these decisions to protect people of good conscience who disagree with these opinions of the court. So currently known fallout cases, and there are many more, I've just listed a few. Uh, Baronella Stutzman was the Florissant, Washington State, who had a friend who approached her to, to provide the flowers for a same-sex marriage. They were very good friends. She took, took him aside in, in privacy and said, I can't do this in good conscience. I've done a lot of work for you before. I've provided you with flowers for many different occasions, but this I can't do. This violates my conscience. They parted friends. She was later served with papers. I'm not sure the distance of time. She was later served with papers by lawyers of this gentleman stating that they were going to sue her for discrimi discrimination. Jack Phillips, the owner of Masterpiece Cake Shop, cake, cake Shop, also was sued for not for declining to supply cake for a same-sex marriage. Squeak Cakes in or Oregon, hands-on originals t-shirts in Kentucky. O Olympic official, there's an Olympic official in California who had to resign because of his comments on traditional marriage. Um, Marquette just recently, the, the University of Marquette just recently has uh, put a professor up to be fired because he defended a student who was defending, defending traditional marriage. He didn't defend traditional marriage. He defended the student, student. Who, was who was defending traditional marriage and is subsequently about to lose his job. Countless judges and county clerks have resigned because of their unwillingness to perform same-sex marriage. There's no allowance for them and their conscience. Um, so there are many other examples. I'm going to leave it at that. It's clear that there's a significant portion of the population who disagree with same-sex marriage. Mm -hmm. No shock. In keeping with Georgia's core principles of, of protect protecting the rights and privileges of all citizens, citizens of this state do not surrender constitutional rights when they open a business. When a business owner is asked to perform a service they determine violates their religious belief or conscience, they must not be compelled to participate. Georgia will not return to a form of indenturement. It seems reasonable to me that if a same-sex couple discovers a business owner does not agree with their beliefs, they would not want to pay that person who disagrees with them. It also seems reasonable to me that they would seek out a business owner who does agree and support their position. It also seems reasonable to me to, re to expect members of the gay community to respect the beliefs of others in the same way they are seeking the respect of those who disagree with them. For those who would claim this is discrimination against an individual, I would, remi would remind you that all of the above businesses have and continue to perform services to individuals of all stripes, creeds, religions, and sexual orientations but they have reserved to themselves the right to decline to participate in events and, and behaviors they find objectionable. This all seems reasonable and fair to ask of the citizens of Georgia. We are and continue to be a leader among states, so I will sign this bill into law. Very good, very good. Comments. How many minutes was that? Four, four minutes four and, and 24 not seconds. Bad. Not bad, not, terrible. not for time. Kevin Hooks. Yeah. Uh, Rob, where are you at? There he is. Anybody got a comment on uh, the governor of Georgia, Gavin Hooks? 
All right. Todd, you got yours? Uh, Go. I'm telling you, it's not going to be good. <laughs> is it three minutes? <laughs> no. How long I, is I it? I don't need that long. Oh, go. I would lean up. Can you see me on the podium? He's getting stern face. Do you see me on the podium? I'm standing behind the podium. I'm like the governor of Georgia. I'm going to lean up to the mic, and I'm going to look over my glasses at all of the media cameras and say, you all elected me, and I made the decision that I felt was correct. And that's it. That's it. And just let them go. Because, honestly, yeah, yeah. what more does there need to be said about the decision? Right. He made the wrong decision by vetoing the bill. He had a choice. He chose wrong. Elections mean things. Yep. We've heard that before somewhere. That's right. Very good. Well, so I'm going to take Todd's time. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, you will. Good evening. I'm here this evening to announce, after much prayer and deliberation, so I am going to reset this because I'm going to prove to you I can do it in three minutes. Council and so searching, I have signed into law Georgia House Bill 77. I, perhaps more than anyone in the state, are well aware of repercussions on both sides. I want to be extremely clear about this. I did not cave either direction. I heard from Coca-Cola, Disney, etc. And yes, I heard from the religious right. And this decision was not made based on pressure from either side because, to be quite honest, that is one of the reasons our nation is experiencing statistically greater damage and failure than this nation has ever known. And that is because decisions are being made on which side is the loudest, and too many times the decision is made based, made based on how much money will be lost or how much financial repercussions will be made. Right. And you could easily argue that we have made in the last 50 years decision after decision based upon what would be best for our economic health, and yet we still have the worst economy this nation has ever known. Most of our $59 trillion debt, and that's all debt included, small business, personal, and national, and yeah, uh, yeah, has been incurred since 1990. I believe that is because we make decision after decision based on what will not get us in trouble, what will get us reelected, and what will make us more money. Well, how's that working out for us? So I did in this bill what I promised you I would do. I ran for this office. I ran on the ticket that I am a man of faith. I ran on the point that I am a man of God's word. I ran on moral character, and as Todd said, you elected me. So I opted to not worry about what either side would say and just thank and pray through this bill and make the best decision for all constituents and residents of Georgia and what would bring honor and glory to God. Yes, we have been threatened by the millionaire companies of our nation that if we do this, they will take their business away. And yes, I know that I'm facing most likely an uphill battle for re-election, which he's not going to be because he's out of his term limits. I'm telling you right now, as Peter and James told the magistrates before them that threatened them to no longer speak in Jesus' name, should we obey God or man? I've made my decision. I'm going to obey God, and this bill is right. It protects the people that need to be protected at this time and juncture. In the name of political correctness and in the name of one person's rights, their rights are being taken away. This is not American, and it certainly isn't decent. And as far as the threat of economic loss, I'll say to you uh, that just as Elijah said to the children of Israel, let the God who answers by fire be God. Texas has seen an economic boom. I believe Georgia can see an economic boom by getting ourselves in a position where God can bless us. God bless the state of Georgia. God bless America. Two minutes boom. and 28 seconds. Very nice. Well played. I like yours also. And I, li I mean, every, everything was, yeah. was excellent. Uh, now, and you know, and the basis of I, because I thought about it, and I had one, you know, I was in my head coming up with this long, drawn out governor's spiel, but I thought, you know what? The governor signs bills into law on, on, a, on a regular basis. And, and very rarely 
do, do we hear a, a justification for that? What makes this any different? Why are we making this seemingly, you know, easy choice and decision some big production? Not that it's not. From my, you know, right. from our perspective, it is. It's huge and it, it's a big deal. But, but again, the, the the world, so to speak, is looking at this governor like, you know, he, he's he's redefined the Constitution of the United States of America, and he, and he simply yeah. hasn't. So just for the uh, podcast folks, if you want to get where I read that from, the Georgia Legis- Legislative Navigator, House Bill 757, uh, and then you scroll all the way down to the bottom to the very last edit, which is House Bill 757 AP number 14, and it will bring up a viewer for you to be able to read exactly uh, what we were reading from. Cool. All right. Well, guys, we're going to take a break here, um, and then we're going to jump into our next session. We have a special guest with us tonight, uh, and we do have, uh, he's on his way is my understanding, Um, Brother David Mills and I think Tracy are going to do their uh, horror uh, vacation. We've been kind of building worst vacation ever. We've been building that up over the last couple weeks, so it's going to happen the last segment of our show today. Um, Basically, guys, the key things to remember coming up is the BLT. We desperately need folks to uh, pray through a hobby that you just absolutely love that you could turn into a four- to six-week class through the summer. That is our summer, quote-unquote, Wednesday night program. It doesn't have to happen on Wednesday night. But we do not have Wednesday night services from May to September for bunches of reasons. But instead of us, quote, unquote, not doing anything, we have the summer program, which is now called the BLT, Bethel Learning Together. And so, some examples of that are Gavin does um, maple syrup. a maple syrup class or has done in the past. He we did do a chicken class. Uh, you did a chicken class, um, and one a couple of the ideas that we came up with that we were talking about today was it would be cool if somebody would do like a like a golfing class. Jason Long. I, I wasn't gonna say names, and <laughs> I was staring right at <laughs> you, so I didn't. Dro- I was not gonna say any welding names. Class. But he did this afternoon, <laughs> Jason. He I did. Was, I did, but I was I wasn't getting thrown out there. I I, I did <laughs> I didn't want to do it for because the second year in a row I tried to pin him in last year. He wouldn't do that one. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> trying to get somebody to do a welding class. There, there's hey, somebody man, to welding. do, you know, a welding class is a great idea. I um, think how to build a barbecue thing would be would go over here. That is self-motivated. I'm telling you, dude. <laughs> that, I'm, so so I welding. got a 500 <laughs> gallon propane tank set up there. Just that if somebody would just teach you how to <laughs> make right. a barbecue grill That's out right. of it, you could you'd be that. good with. You yeah. could use it for materials. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So if you've got an idea like that, for real, it can be a simple class people sometimes overthink yeah. what you have to do when you've got you know 10 making people that want to learn yeah we making pickles yeah. was a class yeah um, well attended so basically the, the idea is we ask you to dream it pray it and then write it and give that to Brad Dolworth and he turns it into a BLT Bethel learning together uh, we will advertise it for you so on and so forth um, if you just any details, you just write it down, and then we'll go from there. Uh, and, and if and you need cl- help class-wise, yeah. I would be glad to sit down with you and your idea, and we'll go over it and try to give you some points to come up with a, a, a four Curriculum. to six week class where Itiner. you can take one hour or whatever. I, I can do. I'll, I'll help anybody in any way I can. So there you go. We'll go with that. Uh, something for uh, Awana parents, which most of you are type thing. 
um, you, you, in the bulletin, you have the special nights listed, but probably one of the more important ones, April the 27th, is cutoff date for handbook sections to count toward club-wide goal of the year. So if your kids are trying to get a certain level, that they need to know that. Uh, the uh, April 1st and 2nd, which is this weekend, Dare to Share. Uh, if you've got questions about that, uh, talk to Brad Banderman, 636-358-6500. Um, they, they will be leaving for Dare to Share at 4.30 from the church and then 4.40 from R&R parking lot. So if you've got kids going to Dare to Share, have them here in the church parking lot no later than 4.20 and up at R&R parking lot no later than 4.30. And it's 50 Just, bucks. And it's $50, and I believe that you could probably send it with them that night and everything would be okay. Just call yeah. Brad, yeah. Uh, that 636-358-6500 number. Um, it, it, Dare to Share will teach your kid how to share their, their faith. Good stuff. Uh, what was that number one more time? 636-358-6500. Very good. All right. I'm just saying, you got one? Well, did I, did I share my little fire incident with the... Last when? Well, that last seems week? familiar. Did, did he share his fire incident? No. No. They tell you so. when we were preparing for the walk. I guess it's just okay. Leah's saying no. she got somebody with a young brain that says no, so it's got to be true. So we, I, I showed up Wednesday to help with the walk, clean up the walk, and was out behind your house, and you were throwing stuff in the fire. I knew better than be around Brother Ben when when he's around fire, but I was tempting the devil, and I kept teasing him. I kept. You know, his, he's got the nickname Elijah. He has the gift of calling down fire. fire Amen. Amen. He's just not very good at aiming. Just <laughs> so, so I, I kept, kept giving. <laughs> I kept giving a hard time. Have have respect for my life, prophet of God. Have respect for my life, prophet of God. And so he walks away, and I'm I bent down to throw some fire into the throw some some, some stuff in the fire. Yeah, and a gust of wind went just right across my face. My eyebrows were on fire. My mustache and beard were on fire. <laughs> Said a bad word. <laughs> no, uh, he cussed audibly. He did. <laughs> he admitted it. And that's on the podcast. I didn't know where, yeah. I didn't know where Pastor Ben had gone. And then I heard it after I got myself out and smoke coming off. <laughs> he said, are you okay? <laughs> so I knew he heard me say a bad word when he said that. Are you let's okay? Hope, let's hope for the rest of all of us other sinners out there. <laughs> I, well, I've confessed. I'm pretty sure I cussed audibly at a, movie, at a movie the other day. One of those gotcha things. And I was by myself. And I mean, I was in the movie. And wham! And I'm pretty sure I said Gavin's word. <laughs> it's got a title now. Yeah. I, I think this may go down. This Oh, yeah. wow. So my, I'm just saying, if, you're, if, you, if Ben's anywhere in the vicinity... For your own sake, get away. Don't <laughs> say fire. anything. Run. Get away from the fire. Yeah. fire. Run. Run. All right. Well, we're, we're going to – do you got one? No, go we, ahead. We, we need to get rolling yeah. here. J.D., would you come on up? Uh, this is J.D. Gray. He is the director officer – development officer at Central Baptist College. And uh, it j just by uh, – you've heard the movie uh, Lemony Snicket, uh, a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> well, this is a series of wonderful events that brought – Todd and I uh, in JD's presence with Brother Jim Key. Jim Key called me Monday and said, um, Jim Key attended uh, CBC back in Noah's day. 
And uh, Whoa. yeah, long time ago, it was a boat so charter fired. member, right? right <laughs> shots fired. And um, so Jim has stayed connected with Central Baptist College, and he was there a couple weeks ago with a, a or a couple months ago with a vacation. So he, he met JD, and so that turned into uh, JD was coming up this way to meet a fellow uh, alumni. And that led into a lunch, and that led into J.D. saying, hey, could you connect me with some other pastors and such? So there we were. Uh, so basically, J.D., explain what you do at Central Baptist College. Uh, well, I don't put out fires. Amen. So just Amen. Just Praise about that. God. Do you have asbestos gear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. I left that at home, though. There you <laughs> go. Didn't bring that with me. But, uh, yeah, as, as you said, my title is a development officer, so I really uh, connect with um, – connect with alumni and friends of CBC and really advocate and share about what is going on on campus. And for uh, those of y'all that don't know, uh, Central Baptist College, we're a small private uh, Christian college uh, for the BMA, through the BMA in uh, Conway, Arkansas. Had uh, last fall enrollment of 881 students. Which is so, excellent. Yeah, yeah, which is... Uh, 250 when I went. Yeah. yeah it's a record, record enrollment this Amen. past fall. And which is great. Yeah. It's uh, good to be able to report, you know, positive enrollment, which Amen. doesn't seem to be able to happen in private Christian higher education. Right. Um, but uh, really, my role at CBC just uh, letting people know about what is going on in fundraising for both, uh, you know, the athletic programs at CBC as well as the institution in our uh, capital campaign, Vision 2020, that's going on. That was launched in 2010. So if you haven't been on campus within the last four or five years, you probably wouldn't recognize it because we've had three new buildings mm -hmm. uh, in the past, I, I guess that would be five years, uh, the Watkins Academic Building, which has all of our financial aid, business office, as well as uh, quite a few classrooms, lecture hall, and uh, just really all of our academic uh, offices. And uh, that's a state-of-the-art facility, and that was finished in 2012. And then uh, we had the Story Library, which was next that we finished in the fall of 2014, which uh, I don't if you haven't I've been in there. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah, it's top notch. It is. And then uh, we finished that in the spring of 14. And then the fall of 14, we opened up uh, Dixon Residence Hall, which is 174 bed, uh, brand new. Uh, through Men, men's dorm. Well, it's men's and women's. Gotcha. So. Uh, and not, it's not a co-ed norm. Yeah, I'm, with you. <laughs> I'm but, glad you clarified that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just had, had to clarify that. But uh, and so that was really the first phase of Vision 2020, which that was a capital campaign launch to have 2020 or have the uh, capacity for 2020 students for the year 2020 and to complete 10 projects in the 10 years. Cool. Awesome. So. Um, we're we're about to start on phase two, which is a new athletic facility, which would have a gym with auxiliary courts, um, you know, a new weight room facility, coaches' offices, a wrestling practice facility, which we have wrestling, which I know it's a little bit bigger in Missouri and up yeah. here than it is down in Arkansas, but uh, <laughs> in Arkansas, it's wrestling. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is wrestling. Wrestling. It is because I got persecuted mm -hmm. when I came up here. And they would say, you know, wrestle, you guys wrestle? And they're like, right. what? We don't wrestle, we wrestle. Yeah, <laughs> it's... You said uh, it like a soccer player. <laughs> pretty much. Wait a minute, you're going to offend Jeff. Whoa, I <laughs> oh, stood up and walked out. out. Is she leaving? <laughs> she gone. <laughs> she gone. 
but yeah, they're, they're big soccer fans. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I won't hold that against you. It, it, but uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, so, but in Arkansas, you know, it's instead of an E, it's an A. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. In, in, in wrestling, yeah. so uh, yeah. but there, our program's very successful. Uh, we actually had a, a, a wrestler uh, make it Ooh. to the uh, NAI, uh, I guess, national championship. Right. So awesome. That's great. Wow. You had some questions for him? Yeah, and so with that, you know, just mm -hmm. talking about wrestling, what uh, other new programs or maybe mm -hmm. some programs that have evolved since when Ben, you know, I'm going to take shots mm -hmm. at him. It was a long time ago when he went. So hey, what, the what? whole college sprang up when I left. I mean, yeah. you talk about capital improvements. There, maybe I left, a reason. they paved the parking lot. Right. They, 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 they said, we do not want another guy like that. <laughs> said, what were you doing we to got, hold him back? we got to draw some good <laughs> folks into here. So, so what uh, what new programs? What kind of new sporting events and things like that you guys got going on? Uh, right. So this uh, this upcoming fall, fall sixteen, we're adding uh, both men's and women's cross country. We're both uh, duly affiliated. I mentioned a little bit earlier uh, with the NAI National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics, as well as the NCCAA National Christian College Association or Athletic Association, and uh, so. We're adding both uh, men's and women's cross country this fall, as well as a band program. We're starting out as a pet band, uh, but it will develop into you know a more full-fledged band over the next few years. It's kind of hard to add a program and have 300 members, you know, right. uh, sure overnight. But the uh, the old band director for the University of Arkansas Razorback Marching Band. We, we've hired him. Holy to, cow. Yeah, to uh, Tim Gunter is his name. And we've had wow. that that was something that uh, we, Brother Terry, President Terry, uh, he always comments about, you know, uh, everybody always, anytime they, they see him out and about, they always ask, how's Tim doing? Because, you know, everybody knows Tim. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're blessed to have him come on. And uh, so that will be another thing starting in the fall. Uh, both our spring sports, uh, baseball and softball, are in full swing right now. But um, I'm, this October, our baseball team will actually be playing a game at Bush Stadium uh, immediately following the St. Louis Cardinals. Awesome. The Cardinals will be playing at uh, October 1st. They'll be playing the Pirates. That's the last weekend. And it could have playoff implications. Yes. Sure. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Huge. At that point in time. Yeah, yeah. it's the next to last home game right and uh so they'll be playing at 315 and then the baseball mustang baseball team will be playing st louis community college at uh, about 30 minutes after the end of the cardinals game wow. so so t tell us this was the main reason we wanted jdb to be here tonight because uh th this is a deal like no other Tell us how much uh, we have to pay for a ticket to see both of those games. Yeah, so f tickets for both games are $15 each, and that's on the second level in the uh, right right field loge. So, so $30 total. Well, no, no, 15 no, no, bucks, 15. but it's both games. Fit gotcha. for both tickets games. Tickets are $15 wow. a piece, so we could go together for $30. Bucks, you yeah, and yeah, I. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fifteen dollars. Right. Fifteen get bucks you two, gets games. You two games. You get the Cardinals <laughs> game and right. a Mustangs game. Yes. Awesome. And David Eckstein Bobblehead Day. Awesome. If anybody's curious. Oh uh, my goodness. So yeah, yeah and we we've we announced it and these went on sale about early February. And, and you've we, only got a certain amount. Yeah, we're almost sold out. So if you are interested, you can get those on cbc.edu backslash cardinals. Because you do plan to get more. Yeah, I I've got a meeting you later hope. this week right. uh, at 
down with the front office to get get some more to okay. tr- attempt to acquire some more because we've had just a unprecedented or I guess a unfathomable amount of people who are interested sure in now, now you made a comment earlier about the that high school teams play quite often they get right. to, like follow up a game a Cardinals mm-hmm. game is is kind of like a high school thing to be able to do that but Fundraising. this is uh, this is a the first for not only the Mustangs but for the Cardinals this first well the the Cardinals have had other colleges like Missouri Baptist they'll, okay. they'll play there right. but for this was the first school in Arkansas to ever do oh, okay so, great and uh but the other first was that we're the first college that's ever needed more tickets, more tickets than what we have yeah that we've initially awesome. gotten that's so great it's it's been really it's been great and um you know we had Michael Walker and uh, Stephen Piscotti they I met with them and filmed a the promo video with CBC promoting the game, and so that was pretty neat. And uh, we yeah. didn't tell any of the kids or anybody about it. Yeah. So, and then we had a press conference in immediately following chapel one day. Right. And uh, well, and you're you're going to have the night before you're going to have mm-hmm. a, an event for alumni in this area. Right, and not necessarily just alumni. Anybody, anybody alumni, wants to come friends, and learn about uh, CBC. Exactly. And you guys do have classes down there too, right? I mean, you got. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm getting to the hey. academia part of it. No, well, yeah, we're, we're going to run hey, out of time. We've been talking about that. sports the my whole daughter, time. My daughter can tell you they have academic <laughs> well, classes. Well, this is where Molly goes. And and, and I was going to follow mm. up before you get to the academics, which you know, as he will tell you, they're mm. they're a phenomenal. If you look at the, go to the website, look at what the school offers. That you know, right. they're amazing with what the programs that they offer for a quote-unquote mm-hmm. small school. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some great stuff out there. But if let's just say that you, we can't make it uh, to a Mustangs game on October 1st. Mm-hmm. Is there another time that I could go see you know, a baseball game close by and I don't have to drive all the way to Arkansas mm-hmm. or maybe I just have an aversion to going to Arkansas? Mm-hmm. I want to stay in Missouri and watch you know, a CBC well, game? Yeah, I mean, if you ever go to Arkansas, you probably won't ever want to leave. I'm just well, saying. <laughs> but, uh, I did go once, and I came right back. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so uh, the Mustang baseball team is actually playing uh, Missouri Baptist in, over in Maryland Heights uh, Friday, start at 1 o'clock, a doubleheader, and then Saturday at noon as awesome. well. So. Awesome. But, uh, yeah, cool, on the cool, acad- cool. I'll go on the academia side. All right. Uh, you know, a lot of people are still under the impression that CBC, you've got four-year Bible degrees, four-year ministry degrees, and then two-year or associates, but we actually offer over 40 uh, four-year degrees that you know wow. business biology pre-med pre-farm you know all of all really a wide variety of pre-farm uh, f-a-r-m or p-h-a-r-m uh p-h-a-r-m yeah, not not agriculture okay. so <laughs> um, i would probably suggest arkansas tech if you wanted to go that there you route. go but, uh, so we and that's been a really large growth over the last five to ten years so yeah. and that's you great. said earlier today that april the 16th is a tryout mm-hmm. if a person wanted to try out for the basketball mm-hmm. team that's uh, whether walk on or if you're good enough they might throw a scholarship mm-hmm. at you type thing uh, no <laughs> Gavin's not gonna make that yeah. I'm just saying I want to wrestle you could be a scrappy little wrestler I bet you could I checked with the NAI headquarters and you didn't have any eligibility left so <laughs> <laughs> didn't, didn't mean, didn't this guy's sharp yeah, I like him sharp. probably <laughs> saved somebody's life I think we're going to have him back <laughs> I like it. Awesome. Well, J.D., thank you so much for coming. We appreciate you being on the show and uh, having the opportunity. Let's give Brother J.D. a a hand. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. All right.
right, so before, David, are you by yourself or you got your lovely wife? All right, come on up. Uh, while David's coming up, we're going to do uh, the rest of our... Uh, now, see, we heard it was better when she was It when is she was better available. when she's there. Is she upstairs? Because Dave was go, having a grand old go, time on I this vacation. Go talk to her. We can take the mic up to her where you guys aren't even in the same room. That, there you go. Oh, okay. D- does, right. uh, oh, do you have oh. a take it or leave it? Huh? Do you have a take it or no. leave it? Do you have a take it or leave it? I do it? not. All right, let me see if mine's any good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so... <coughs> You guys may or may not appreciate this, but if you were here when we were running 60 or 80, you will appreciate this. Or if you've been uh, in a situation where kids are non-existent in a church, you'll appreciate this. Take it or leave it. Hearing almost 45 seconds of herding kids going up and down the stairs on a water night makes me so proud. It, it does. Take, take, take it or leave it. it. Take it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we've, we've given you our um, announcements for church such. Uh, so, Brother David, this started a couple weeks ago, and we did uh, basically horror vacation stories. And I don't have any of those. <laughs> apparently That's why do. we wanted Tracy here. Oh, fun. Apparently Tracy has do. had some <laughs> terrible ones, apparently. <laughs> right. So we, this may be a sequel. We may have to have a sequel where Tracy where comes Tracy's and equal representation. refutes everything that David's sitting on. Yeah, yeah. Flag so the David, tape. Just, just tell us, and, and we'll probably fill the rest of the time with uh, <laughs> and asking questions. I'm going to throw in there what I remember of that's, Tracy's. That's fair. That's fair. And I, I will try to give Tracy's side because it was one of those. Uh, I'm very frugal. Like to like to find the best no. deal that I can find, and I'm try- I want to know when that baseball game is first. Of all. <laughs> Fifteen dollars so for two games. Fifteen two games. You can't beat that. I'll October say October the first. I'll October you, first. I'll say you two tickets for forty-five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but anyhow, so we were heading down. We were young, just got married probably within a year or two ago of when this happened, ninety-seven, ninety-eight time frame. And of course, you come across those deals where they're going to put you up down in a hotel down in Florida, and you got to go to the timeshare. Who's been to one of those? Anybody? Anybody? You got to hear their spiel. So you have to so. hear their spiel. So we. Uh, Got that deal, of course. I don't remember how much that cost, but it was pretty inexpensive. But we have to take care of the air flight and so on and so forth. So as we are still working and don't have a lot of vacation, don't have a lot of time, we go over weekend and we take the red eye. Everybody know what the red eye is? Yeah, you leave like at 11 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night, and you get in at 1 to 1.30 in the morning. Um, So we were taking the red eye. We both worked that day. And we get down to there, and I had planned on taking. I like I like public transportation. I think it's really cool to it's try to cheap. figure out how to do public it's transportation, oh and God. it does fit into my budget. Cultural. <laughs> what is I've there? done it in San Francisco and New York, and we're heading down to Orlando, and I'm like, why not? They've got the I'll links. walk. L Y N X. We almost should have, but hang, uh, hang, hang in there, Tom. Yeah. That happens. <laughs> Well, if anybody has anybody been to Orlando, we're going to you know Disney World area and blah blah blah. Everybody knows Orlando. Wait a minute, and you sprung for Disney World? Uh, well, <laughs> it was a part of the package. He said he was going to the area. It was a part he of never the said he was. Go- His idea of going to Look Disney World is going into the front yard, <laughs> yeah, taking pictures, and going home. So as we head down, we are we are getting the red eye at one thirty in the morning. I'm going to take the Lynx L Y N X public transportation bus from Orlando down to Kissimmee. Has anybody ever driven that? About how far is that? 45 know. miles, give or take. An hour. Yeah. yeah, about an hour. So 
Think about going public transportation on a bus for an hour. <laughs> there is no direct route. But first we get in at 1.30 in the morning because we're the red eye, right? Uh. Well, the bus stops traveling at 1 o'clock in the morning. Oh. Plan A. When, when did you get at the... We got in at 1.30. Oh. oh. So didn't quite check that out, but I said, no big deal, no big deal. We can wait till the morning. It starts at 5 a.m. Yeah. After we've been on the red eye, and everybody's, you know how you feel after traveling, first of all, let alone on the red eye. And, and this is a plane, the red eye. The pl- yeah, we took a plane. Sorry. And so now so from, you are in So now we're the down there at the MCO, which is Orlando Airport. Okay. And we're getting our luggage, and Tracy and I decide we're going to take a little break. And she's going to... From each other? Or? No. <laughs> well, hold on just a second. <laughs> that's where the later. first... That's where trouble number one comes in. <laughs> I had worked all day. I'm not for sure what she had done, but she said, why don't you take... Why Whatever don't women do. <laughs> no, no, she was working too, but oh, I, I can't remember if she was I, off. No, she didn't know this was she, happening. There's no way she would have missed this. So I, oh yeah, she, she might have. She still might miss this. Um, <laughs> so she said, why don't you take a nap and I'll watch the luggage while you take a nap. I'm like, okay, that sounds great. So I laid down and, you know, of course, the sleep was fine. Uh, immediately, anywhere. anywhere, anyplace, anytime. And so I take the first two hours and she wakes me up about 3 o'clock and, you know, say, hey, I, I just need to go to sleep. I need to go to sleep. I said, okay. Well, if I'm going to be there and I'm going to have to stay seated, I'm going to take a nap with her. So I realized that if I'm going to do okay and have to stay up, I'm going to have to be walking around. Well, I need to go find out where the bus route is anyway. So I leave the luggage and Tracy. Asleep. <laughs> asleep. Unattended. <laughs> in an airport. In, an airport. in Florida. Orlando. Florida. Trouble in the number one. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't discuss this I with didn't, her. I didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Permission. I was naive thinking uh, she could have. She could have left me, and I'd have been okay. Well, yeah. It wouldn't have bothered me a bit. And yeah. she was ready to do that after this I, vacation was over. <laughs> so we get to... <laughs> so I'm heading around trying to find the bus route, seeing where we have to be to make sure we find it in the morning and get the first 5 o'clock, you know, 5 a.m. bus shuttle, whatever. Needless to say, she comes, and she has all our luggage in hand, in tow, looking at me like, where in the world did you go? And I'm like, what's wrong? You know? <laughs> I was asleep <laughs> in an airport, <laughs> 3 o'clock in the morning. I wake up. I didn't understand that was a problem. <laughs> a little naive in my part. Uh, I have learned since. We don't take the red eye anymore. Uh, <laughs> so as that happens, she's letting me know what the problem was, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's about 4 o'clock. We still have about an hour. So I said, well, why don't you sit down here and rest? And Everything goes fine from there. And, of course, the bus arrives, and I'm like, let's get on, let's get on. I didn't have any change for the first bus ride. So all I had was credit card. Of course, they don't take credit cards on that. On a bus ride. So they let us get on and let us pay as we, as we went along. It's a dollar and ten, a dollar ten per person to get on the bus and ten cents for transfers. Needless to say, I didn't know that we would need 80 cents of transfers for each of us. That would be eight transfers from Orlando down to Kissimmee, Kissimmee with luggage in each hand probably we didn't pack very well at that time we probably had four bags apiece that were oh my yeah. goodness <laughs> so congratulations we you've won a luxurious vacation <laughs> eight bus transfers to kiss me so it gets better yeah um, and as of course you know we get on one bus it everybody's very, very kissing me going on <laughs> <laughs> no not for the rest of that trip <laughs> 
We're like kicking me. So, <laughs> kick so a, we get kick on the so we get on the bus number one, and they tell us, "Oh, well, you're gonna have to do this, and then you have to do this. Take the seven down to the fifty-two, down to the forty-eight. The funny thing is, they all know it. That's what's awesome. Yeah, they they, they were talk very to you like helpful. You know it. Yeah, they were very helpful along the way as bus number seven comes along, and we have to go across the street to meet it, and four go two blocks down to meet this one, and we finally do get to kiss me. At five o'clock in the morning. Uh, no, it's about, it's about nine. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about a wonderful trip. What time, what time are you allowed to check into a hotel room? Eleven. Eleven, maybe. Ish. Yeah. Noon. Three. Yeah, noon, yeah. really 3 o'clock. Yeah, right. 3 yeah. o'clock is when they guarantee right. the room. Guarantee. Right. Right. But you can sometimes get early. Well, we were here at 9.30. Right. Not getting checked in. Right. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hotel. Of course, we're all crabby. and I'm not, no. but she is. Dave's having a whale of a time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful I might have been crabby at this time, too. <laughs> I might have uh, And then, he, of course, they said, well, you know. He spent 80 cents more than he thought he was going to do. <laughs> that, that yeah, was bothered me. Gummit. <laughs> $1.60, thank $1. you. $1.60, yeah. sorry. Per person. <laughs> Per person. Per so person. we get to the hotel, and then they have this little setup. Well, why don't you go through the little uh, talk or the, the presentation? It won't take more than an hour and a half. And Tracy's like, oh, no. I'm not, what, what are you even thinking about this for? I'm like, well, we have time. Well, I don't feel, you know, you're sticky. You've been on Hasn't eight buses. Shower, same You've clothes. Stayed in the hotel, or stayed somewhat at the uh, airport. She wasn't feeling that good. So, uh-huh. needless to say, I did convince her because they offered breakfast. <laughs> I said, well, at least we gotta go get some <laughs> free breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> it's a free breakfast. Why not go? And it's TGIF. Get you know, dollar sixty back. This <laughs> is Friday, and they're having breakfast there. So we uh, we go eat breakfast. I know. I know it's hard to believe that I'm not making this up, but this is actually <laughs> true. I, I s- this sat is in stunned Tracy, astonishment. Tracy, have I, have I left anything out? No. no not you, that you know of so far, and anyway. And that Tracy was still with you is what I kept <laughs> just wondering at. So we get to, the, uh, get to this breakfast, and of course, you know, how long do they normally take? An hour and a half? Yes. No. They take longer than that. Sometimes two hours, sometimes three. Especially if you have a guy that likes to ask a lot of questions. Like David. Like David. <laughs> and of course, you know. So I start asking, like, I'm interested in this. No, you know. But so they start talking and give us this, give us that. And then we have to go talk to somebody else because we're not interested. And then go talk to somebody else because they're not interested. About noon, we're done. But that time, it was breakfast. Lunch was free, too. So we had the free lunch there also. <laughs> so you're excited. So this was like, you know, yeah. hey, what you, more can you, you won, ask for? Yeah, you won the lottery. So anytime you want to do travel plans, just talk to me, Todd. <laughs> I can tell Todd's already in love with this story. Uh, so we get to the hotel. We get checked in. And the hotel was okay. There was, you know, it was a Holiday Inn or something. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great. And then we have to negotiate. You're fine. Make sure it wasn't Tracy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I thought she had things to do. She does. Uh, uh, She's very busy. Oh. <laughs> oh. So we get to the hotel and we check in, and then we have to go talk to him about what our prior or our 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 package was, our benefit was, <clears throat> you know, because we got free tickets to go to Disney World, of course. They weren't really free, but they were discounted tickets, but not as much as I was hoping Ooh. they would be discounted. Oh, that starts in a whole other conversation. 
a negotiation. Because you, you chewed you them down, didn't no, you? I, I hate to word, use that term well, I'm just because I'm Baptist. But, Amen. Amen. Uh, I, I do have a little bit of heritage in me that, there you that go. would lead to that type of conclusion. <laughs> so that's kind of uh, the first segment. I'm not sure what time so we So I are. think you missed a section in there where you had to pull your cr- luggage for like a mile and a half or something. Oh, that's when we were, we were going to find that it wasn't. Well, we did. There was one bus stop that we actually missed. And we did have to travel back about a half a mile, which seemed like a long way. After all night being up, After I, let's, see, <laughs> what, let's see what David has not learned yet. Is he hasn't spent enough time on the radio show to know that this is being recorded. And I not know it is. Dead she on, will, on his mileage. She will play she, and replay. She, she will know that this story. She knows it. She she'll tell it. Oh yeah, she was. She'll she'll yeah, add. To apparently, it she told it is about a mile she, and a half, and not a half a mile. <laughs> so one of you is a mile off. Yeah, when it you know after the seventh transfer, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just be honest. If that's what's going to get me in trouble, right. yeah, so, then yeah, so be it. You are yeah, probably right. Morning, it was. Yeah. And you've been carrying your luggage it, all over it, Florida. It, the, the biggest heat. thing that yeah. I still hear about from it is the the airport experience of yeah leaving her after unattended. And I have never done that since. Amen. Amen. I have taken public transportation at numerous other places, and she has lived through those, but she <laughs> I do not leave her anywhere. I, I have to say, though, I, I hate public transportation, oh, but I have gotten to the point that I do enjoy trying to figure out the routes, you know, trying to figure out, okay, we'll get the, oh, this yeah. one here and the transfers and all the different stuff. So I, I do enjoy that. So I, I will I, – we can – <laughs> have a brotherhood there. So is this is this everything now? I mean, you, the, the, this the, is as much as I can recall. I'll have to get some more. So we do need to get Tracy in for the, the rest <laughs> of the story. It went pretty right. smooth <laughs> after that, I believe. Seven fifty nine. That's not so bad, baby. So uh, that was just getting there. I'm sure there's more stuff. <laughs> oh, on getting back, it was yeah. We did have a little too much luggage getting back, but that was you know <laughs> not as interesting. But. Uh, so, yeah, getting down there took us from leaving here about 9 o'clock to getting down there about about in our hotel room about 1.30 in the mm, afternoon or so. Yeah. So you could have literally driven. Oh, and then I wanted to go to Disney World. I did want to go to Disney World <laughs> that day. Yeah, that we're day. There. Yeah, because we're only there for like three days. Who knows how come we brought that much luggage. We've definitely toned that down <laughs> since. But, uh, <laughs> now you get a change of, change of underwear and a that's right. toiletries, and that's it. <laughs> for three days. You can live on some <coughs> inside-out clothes Street for that. hotels have the toiletry stuff, yeah. so, you know, so yeah. how is that? We had someone uh, uh, text in uh, uh, topics, and so please continue to do that. That helps us greatly. Uh, and, and we also had uh, someone uh, text in that they thought the governor did right, so we might, we might dive back into that wow. and, and uh, yeah. get, hear those opinions and such. All right. Well, guys, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here tonight. Uh, please get the word out about these podcasts because that j- j- just helps us get the word out. Uh, God bless you. Have a good night. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, David. Thanks, David.